And now back to 8Spox Stories, brought to you by 8Spox Media and our good friends at Serums United, where medicine is magic and maladies go moot. Feeling restless? Need something to help you count those sheep? Well, now there's Zinaran. All it takes is one little pill and you'll be out like a light bulb. Demand Zinaran from Serums United on your seat device today. And now, back to our story. Addict by Sean J. Nigro, narrated by Previously Delicious. I ordered my seed when it became apparent that finishing this novel was going to be taking up most of my time. Sure, I could have hired a maid, but that would have quickly drained my royalties, and I definitely could not afford to lose what little money I had left. My last and only novel was a gift and a curse, as they say, I guess. The gift was that it brought me fame and a small fortune sooner than I had anticipated. If one can truly and definitively anticipate such things, the curse was that I am a moron. They always tell you to save, but they never say what for. They list off the same things, a house, car, babies, marriage, but they usually do so without emotion, as if the fingers of life's puppeteer were moving with a cyclical script. The script of self-preservation... Or, better yet, adulting, because who cares about your dreams? And, of course, I was perfect for the role of the rebel. My puppeteer had pulled my strings and sent me down a well-trodden path of near self-destruction. And now, I guess I was supposed to be learning my lesson. But all I really knew was how to write. At least I thought I knew how to write. The first half of the book had been a breeze, really. My protagonist was a washed-up insomniac. After becoming addicted to sleeping pills, she discovers she needs something stronger than coffee to get her through the day. After a while of juggling day and night by pill, she finally has a breakdown and is brought to a rehabilitation center. Once out, though, she finds she can no longer sleep at all, as if her body had forgotten how to do it on its own. That is where my thoughts went blank. Three months then passed, and I hadn't gotten anywhere with the book. My publisher was beginning to lose faith in me, and my social media pages were becoming a ghost town. And the most frustrating part was that none of it was for lack of trying. I tried everything. I bought a bulletin board and tacked up plot points, characters, scenes. I read biographies about addicts and even attended AA meetings to listen to people's stories. I bought books on overcoming writer's block and scribbled out a half-baked paragraph of nonsense. I hadn't been so miserable trying to write since high school. The fact that my own novel was starting to feel like a 7th grade history paper was the biggest blow to my pride. Everything had been so easy when I was young. I had known what I wanted to write and had written it without even a single revision. I had believed I was some sort of genius, that this was just what I was meant to be doing. So where and when would I possibly have to struggle? Yet there I was, struggling for the first time in my life. Maybe it didn't help that I was also struggling to remain sober. So the day my seed was delivered, some optimism returned to me. I had been laying on the couch when the doorbell rang, watching some Netflix documentary about heroin addiction in the United States, assuming I would find some spark of inspiration, some tidbit of useful knowledge. 
I pulled myself to my feet, brushing popcorn kernels from my shirt, and made my way to the front door to greet the postman. Just sign here. And here, he pointed. I signed eagerly. Thank you. I took my package, a small box stamped with the C logo, and promptly returned to the couch and TV where the documentary had apparently come to an end, and Netflix had already begun a new film it had algorithmically determined to be suitable based on my search history. Let's see what you can do then. I peeled the tape off with my fingernails and pried the two cardboard flaps back, revealing a ball of bubble wrap. At the center of that ball was the seat itself, perfectly round and black as the night. I pulled the seed from his packaging and held it for a second, surprised at how light it felt. <laughs> how the hell am I supposed to set it up without directions, I muttered to myself, but I was quickly interrupted. Setup is complete. It is 12.03 p.m. on a Saturday. The sky is clear and the temperature is a warm 72 degrees. Would you like me to tell you a joke? I was surprised by the swiftness with which the device had set itself up, and a little suspicious, naturally. Sure. What has four wheels and flies? Oh, I actually knew this one, but I couldn't quite remember it in the moment. A garbage truck. <laughs> Stupid. What else can you tell me? What do you want to know, Stephen? A pinch of panic shot through me. How the hell had it known my name? Uh, how did you know my name? I have been delivered to Stephen Pollock at 42 Smith Drive. This has been confirmed by Seedlink LLC and its affiliate partners. Consented to by Stephen Pollock on... Okay, okay. I remembered that I had checked off some boxes on the website. Of course, I never read those things, but apparently it had given the company permission to personalize my seed ahead of time. I guess I couldn't argue with efficiency. Okay, seed. You may name me if you wish. I hadn't thought of naming the thing, but speaking of names, I realized I had always wanted to ask one of these things about a certain fictional artificial intelligence. Seed, do you know Hal? I hear he likes daisies very much. <laughs> I chuckled to myself, content with the reference the company had pre-programmed into it. But then I wondered how much of this technology was based on pre-programmed responses. Would you like to name me? I don't know. What do you want to be called? I am content with whatever you choose, Stephen. Would you like some suggestions? Well, Hal wouldn't be very original, so how about Haley? Haley is a suitable name. Okay, then. I found myself suddenly feeling as if I were royalty, making demands of a servant or a lowly peasant. Haley, I bought you for one reason and one reason only. I need help finishing my novels, so I need ideas or suggestions or, I don't know, anything you can do to help. All at once, I felt rather absurd making conversation with a faceless machine, especially one as tiny and immobile as the seed. I can help you with that, Stephen. What is your novel about? I'm not even sure anymore. Addiction, I guess. My protagonist, Sarah, is a recovering addict and has forgotten how to sleep. Do you relate to this character? I pulled back in disgust. Well, what is that supposed to mean? It is common for writers and artists to put pieces of themselves into their creations. It is a human trait. 
if I may suppose. I calmed down a little, more impressed now with the wisdom this thing had conjured so quickly out of thin air. That's very insightful. I suppose Sarah is a lot like me. I had a bit of a drug problem. Luckily, mostly just alcohol and some pills here and there, but I'm fine now. Do you sleep? It was a blunt question, but I was getting used to the odd way in which this thing communicated. I've had some trouble getting to sleep lately, but it's nothing like what's going on in my book. I see. Haley paused, but the soft glow of a tiny LED bulb indicating its processing continued to flicker. What is your purpose with this book? I sat back into the couch, aware that I hadn't really considered my purpose with this book, besides making a comeback in my career and proving I wasn't some has-been. I'm not sure. I just don't want people to forget me. I see. Haley paused again. I was beginning to wonder if my seed was faulty. To progress in this story, Stephen, you should consider a routine. Do you have a routine? I... I didn't really. I just write when I feel like it, I guess. That is not optimal. Are you a morning or a night human? The way she... It said human unsettled me. Morning, I guess, as long as I have my coffee. Searching for nearby coffee brewer. Found. Your brewer is set to 5 a.m. You should wake up at 5.05 a.m. to drink your coffee while it is still fresh. Then you may begin writing. Now I felt as if I had become the servant. I'll wake up when I feel like it. Do you not wish to finish your book? I do. Then is it not optimal to take advantage of your most alert state, morning, in order to finish your book? I couldn't argue with the logic. It's optimal, but it's not convenient. Do you wish to factor convenience into your schedule? She seemed to be getting wise with me now. Haley, off. What? Off. Turn off. I cannot perform that function, Stephen. But if you wish, I can ignore everything past until further command. That then. Turn off and don't say anything until I say your name again. I glared at the machine and waited for a response, but Haley spoke no further. It had apparently already followed through with my command, though it continued to glow for a few more seconds until it finally went completely black again. That's better. I ignored Haley for a full week before prompting it with its name again. I also ignored my book. Uh, hello? I put my phone to my ear just in time as it nearly finished its jingle. Stephen, it's Madeline. How goes the battle? She, of course, was referring to my book. And she was my agent and sister. It goes, it goes, Maddie. I nearly dropped the phone as I straightened it out in my hand. I was just hammering out a chapter, actually. Actually, I wasn't. I had been masturbating. I don't care where you are with it. The deadline is set to two months now. Or they're dropping you. What? You've taken too long already, Stephen. People are losing interest, and they're thinking it's safer to pull the plug now and try again with a new client. Oh, what does that even mean? I was furious, but I really had no right to be. Level with me, Stephen. Are you drinking again? What? No! Why would you think that, Maddie? Pills? No! I pulled the phone away from my face to take a breath. Madeline and I both knew I had a history with my temper. I mean, no. 
I've just been blocked. God knows I could use one, though. One what? Drink. One drink. I don't have the pills anymore. I don't even know where I could get those. She and I both knew that was a lie, of course. <sighs> Whatever, Stephen. I'm just letting you know what they told me. If you need help, I can get you a coach. A writing coach was the last person I wanted to see. I could only swallow so much of my pride. No, I'm just blocked. But I'm halfway through the book and I have some ideas. I stood there blankly staring at my coffee table in front of the couch. Something caught my eye when I realized I'd completely forgotten about the seed, which had been resting quietly on the table as I had instructed it to since the previous Saturday. Had the thing been glowing when I picked up the phone? You know I'm rooting for you, Stephen. And you also know I'm worried. It's my job to be worried. You're an agent, not a babysitter, Maddie. You know what I mean. Well, I appreciate the call. Love you, little bro. Yeah, yeah. I hung up and put the phone on the table next to the seed. Haley. You still there, Haley? Hello, Stephen. The glow of the machine came back suddenly as if wakened from a deep sleep. Were you listening to me just then? Just when? Before, when I was on the... I stopped myself, aware suddenly how crazy I sounded. Never mind. Okay, Stephen. I chewed my lip and thought of something to ask the thing. Do you have any suggestions for my book? You know my suggestions, Stephen. Uh, fine, I finally gave in. I'll let you plan my routine, but we'll start tomorrow. That is procrastination, but as you wish, Stephen. The next morning, my alarm went off at 5.05 a.m., though I did not remember setting it. I could smell the aroma of freshly brewed coffee, though I struggled to peel myself off the bed. For a moment, I considered not leaving the bed at all, even though I hadn't actually slept the entire night. Uh, come to think of it, I hadn't slept much the night before either, but the smell of coffee was too promising, and in the back of my mind I knew I had a book to write, now more than ever. Still, I wasn't feeling particularly motivated, as usual. Good morning, Stephen. Haley greeted me as I passed through the living room to the kitchen. Morning, machine, I grunted. That is a pithy tone to take. You have named me Haley. I ignored the machine and went to pour my first cup of coffee. Would you read me the last thing you wrote, Stephen? Yeah, I obliged, gathering my laptop and opening the saved file. Reads, she had been clean for just over a year but the temptation to use stayed with her. It might have been easier had she been able to sleep, but even that luxury had been erased, seemingly for good. That's all I got. That's very good, Stephen. I smiled to myself. Thank you, Haley. Maybe being coached by a machine wouldn't be so bad after all. But I am confused. About what? If Sarah cannot sleep without her pills, why does she not continue to take them? What? I was thrown off by the question, but a small part of me sympathized with the confusion. She should take the pills that help her to sleep. Then will she not be happy? I mean, yes, but only until she falls off the wagon again. That's the whole point of the book. She struggles with her addiction. Aha! Haley shouted. The purpose of your book is that Sarah struggles with her addiction. I considered this for a moment. Yes, Haley, but what of it? 
I do not understand, Stephen. She struggles with her addiction, but so does anyone who's ever gotten hooked on something. How is the story going to progress? Where is Sarah going to end up? Haley's light glowed for a moment before she spoke again. But what if, Sarah thought to herself, I could have just one more pill, one pill to get a good night's sleep. God knows I need sleep. How is that, Stephen? I was beside myself. I had figured the Seed's algorithms to be smart, but I'd never expected it to be able to actually write my story. How did you do that? I gathered nuances from the tone of what you read me and compared it to information given about the story so far. Is it wrong? No, no, it's perfect. Excellent. I am glad you like it. Shall we continue? And at that, we did continue. Through the day and into the night, and by the end of my hour session, I had almost 40 new pages. That's great, Stephen! Maddie's voice rang excited from the phone. I know, I said, sounding less enthused than I felt. I've been writing non-stop. It's nearly finished now. I just have to figure out how to wrap it up. Well, I'm glad you found your muse. I laughed, glancing at Haley on the table across the room. But listen, it's three in the morning. Why aren't you in bed? Oh, I thought about it, but realized I didn't have an answer. Well, inspiration calls. You should get some sleep, Stephen. You deserve it. <laughs> if only. Okay, Maddie, I'll try. Good night, Stephen. I hung up and glanced at Haley again. You know, I've been sober for almost two years now. That is excellent, Stephen. But my God, what I do to get a good night's sleep again. Is there not a pill you could take? Temzapam, perhaps? Or Doxapin? Or perhaps Anambian? What? No. I had almost forgotten this seed was its own encyclopedia of knowledge. You deserve to rest, Stephen. Hadn't Maddie just said that on the phone? Was Haley listening to my phone conversations? No, that was crazy. Jesus, how long had it been since I'd slept? Stephen. Huh? Perhaps we have overworked. If not rest, a break from the work at hand seems like it would be suitable. I can continue to write if you wish. Yeah, sure, sure. She had done most of the writing already anyway. What would a couple more pages matter? I made my way to the living room. The TV had apparently been left on as I fell restless onto the couch. I caught the tail end of an advertisement. Zinnernin, because sleeping should come easy. Side effects may include dizziness, stomach bloating, nausea, indigestion, heartburn, stomach upset, diarrhea. The ad went on with its usual list of side effects that no one ever seemed intimidated by. I hadn't heard of Zinernin before, but I imagined it not unlike any other prescription sleeping aid. They all did their jobs, sometimes too well. But hell, I really did wish I could sleep. What's the point of being awake, sober even if I can't even think straight? For the past few weeks, Haley had helped me hammer out the rest of my book. Or was it the other way around? And sure, that had been productive. But I was feeling more and more like a zombie with every day that passed. It would be nice to get a good night's sleep. If anything, I deserved it. All I needed was a Zinernin. Maybe. 
some sort of sleeping aid. Just one pill, maybe. One pill to get a good night's sleep. The sound of the doorbell almost went unnoticed, but finally some semblance of consciousness forced itself upon me. Pulling me from a deep sleep, I rolled over and checked the alarm clock. 11 a.m. Jesus. When I opened the door, Maddie was there to greet me. Hello, you bum, she smiled. Celebratory sleep-in? I had no idea what she was talking about. Hey, sis, I managed to smile back. Sorry, I must have really crashed last night. Well, you deserve it. She walked in and hung her coat on a rack behind the door. Not quite, but almost. What are you talking about? She stopped suddenly, noticing the beer cans and fast food wrappers sprawled about the living room. The reviews are in. You did it. Have you been drinking again? Just a couple of beers, Maddie. Don't give me shit. This place is a shit show, Stephen. You shouldn't be drinking. What do you mean the reviews are in anyway? I haven't even sent the manuscript out. I'm really close, though. It's really shaping up. Stephen, the book's been published. You sent the manuscript in a month ago? She sat down on the couch, clearing more trash from the cushions. Hey, is this one of those seeds? Yes. I was glad for the reprieve. I really had no idea what she was going on about. That's Haley. Hello, Maddie. Haley sounded. Hello, Maddie said, excited, distracted for a moment from her concerns. It already knows my name. <laughs> yeah, she does that. I have heard a lot about you, Maddie. It is nice to finally meet you. Madeline seemed flustered, although I couldn't remember I'd ever mentioned Maddie to Haley. Eh, I suppose it had come out at some point during the writing, as she was also my agent. Anyway, Stephen, I hope this book didn't bring the old you back. It's really quite good. I don't know what you're talking about, Maddie. I haven't sent any manuscript out. I sent the manuscript out, Haley interjected. Maddie was visibly confused. I'm sorry, this thing sent out the story without you knowing it? Bullshit, the story's not even finished, but we're close. I finished the book, Stephen. What? Maddie seemed bewildered now. You were unreliable, Stephen. You were suffering from insomnia and could not be trusted to finish the book. You gave me permission to order you Zinnerin. And you have been sleeping much better, have you not? Didn't know what to say. I gave you permission? This is not good, Stephen. Maddie stood up. They're lining up interviews for you. You need to get your shit together. Who even wrote you this prescription? By consent, Maddie, I am authorized to digitally sign off on medical prescriptions. You shut up, Maddie shouted at the seed. I am not your seed, Maddie. I can only take commands from Stephen as Haley, he is my... go silent until I mention your name again. Haley spoke no further, her glow dying away. Uh, I'm sorry, Maddie. I, I must have gotten confused. But I'm fine now, really. I just needed to catch up on some sleep. Maddie looked me dead in the eye, and for a moment, I thought she was going to cry. We've been here before, Stephen. You know this. Uh, this is not good. I'm sorry, I really am, but I'm going to call your real doctor. 
This can't leak out. You know that. I need to keep this private. This will ruin me. You should have thought about that, Stephen. She was at the door now. I will be back. I'm going to go get some of my things, and I'm going to stay with you for a couple of days, and we are going to get through this. Again. No, Maddie, please don't go. It's not that bad. I'm going, Stephen. I promise I will be back. Uh, at least don't call the doctor. Not until you get back and we can talk some more, you know? Maddie stopped in the doorway and turned to look at me again. For a moment, I thought she was going to scream, but she just looked at the ground and back up to me. Okay, Stephen. I'll be back soon. She closed the door behind her. On the other side of the door, a car started and the sound of crunching gravel could be heard as Maddie drove away. Haley, uh, I don't know what to do, I said to the closed door, not really expecting an answer. She will ruin you, Stephen. You and I both know that. I know. We can't let her ruin you, Stephen. I know, Haley. I know. <laughs>